0: episode 121 of the best clan fan podcast around uh certainly top three top yeah uh,
1: top, top three
0: top three yeah top five top five but we're definitely in the top 10 um but uh. wherever we put ourselves we are back uh in let's say challenging circumstances but it wouldn't be the first time we've had a a slightly unsteady start to the season with it.
1: (laughs) Well, they don't call it the Challenge Cup for nothing.
0: They really don't. It's a a serious challenge for us.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Win a game challenge. But I suppose we did that. Yeah,
0: Yeah. the difference is we've we've managed to do that. So we've got uh, the games against Fife to cover and then uh, Belfast, which was also Challenge Cup, and our first league game away in Cardiff, as well. Uh, we'll try and give our overall thoughts on how things have have shaped up, some of the incidents in the game, some of the incidents not in the game, and uh, yeah, look ahead to to the upcoming fixtures. And I think the the best. Thing I can say about this is, we're not going to go 115 games without a win at the start of the season because a 4 0 home win against Fife got us kind of rolling, and I think a lot of people were fairly positive about it. Although, and maybe in the context of what's happened next, it's sort of was it as, as good as it seems? I don't know, but it seemed like a good start at the time.
1: Yeah, I did I thought, you know, overall kind of thoughts on that game. You know, it was it was pretty tight for for large portions of it. You know, Fife did uh, threaten as, as well as we did. Um you know, there would have would have been more goals if it if it wasn't for both goalies in the game. You know, Kyle um did excellent, um, as did as did done Um, you know, defence played well, created uh, and spells going forward, um, yeah, some some really nice finishes f- from from our point of view. Um, you know, it, it felt like a tight game with Clan having having more to give. So you know, uh, but to get you know a four 0 win, was a good a good sign. Uh, you know, kind of left that game feeling feeling positive that that we were going to see a different a different team this season. Um, yeah, I suppose we can. kind of get into
0: Yeah, I think I think specifics. that's the view. That's the view shared by a lot of people. It
1: normally takes
0: us a while before we get anywhere close to a shutout. Um and scoring four, albeit five, also had their chances. You can't really complain too much. Um I think the issue comes with the, the reverse fixture on the Sunday where we we lost five one up in five and it, it was mm. quite a different story. Um I suppose they would claim that they they won the they won the two game tie on goals goals scored at home. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, it better. was five all in aggregate. But also
1: So away we goals uh, were a thing though then. We would
0: have yeah exactly yeah so there's but that i think generally as a performance though probably five based on the sunday were were very good value for that we didn't show up for whatever reason uh whether that was an expectation that we were just going to go there and and beat them again but they've put together a a good team uh, and I think kind of put us in our place a wee bit if, if you could say that if we thought that it was going to be an easy game against them uh, and we also ran into I think just looking at the stats a lot of penalty trouble it's seven five foot seven power plays <laughs> albeit they only scored on one will kind of come on to special team stuff uh, and, and discipline issues but generally i think uh, they just they they were better than us and gave us a lot to think about going into the the next weekend but yeah n- never fun going there and, and losing 5-1 no
1: never never fun going going there and, and losing full stop but yeah to to lose in, in that manner with Kyle Linen facing what, 50 odd shots on goal uh something like 70 odd shots in total yeah um,
0: 85 apparently Eighty-five,
1: according to, the,
0: according to the official game sheet 85 shots 51 so 51 shots on goal
1: you'd need two ryan eyes on goal for that
0: you, you would yeah um for
1: that number of shots yeah it's just kind of disappointing really you know you don't mind that if, if all the shots are coming from the outside you don't mind that you know but some of the chances at five uh had, you know, they were kinda of skating in and around the crease and uh yeah, just, you know, again some some errors on on our part, you know, from the highlights from that game. Uh Fife's first goal, like a a terrible line change, you know, bodies needed to be to be working back on that. Um, you know, not, not skating off the ice and that's kind of what, what led to that goal in my opinion. Um you know but i and i know it's kind of early days and yeah i don't want to sound too negative but um you know certainly from from the night before um where you know we kind of leave in the game thinking like oh, this is this is good we can we can win here 4-0 and you know we maybe weren't at our best but you've still won 4-0 um to the next night wondering where where it all went wrong yeah I-
0: when you mentioned there the, the line change stuff, I think uh, we that's kind of a good intro to it. I was going to come on to it, but in in all four games that we've seen, there have been some seriously soft goals, in my opinion. Un, like Unacceptable goals to concede. Um, and I know there can be individual errors and you look at the team defensively as a whole, but Uh, like that one you mentioned with the the line change there, there was also, for me, the one, the Cardiff's fifth goal, (laughs) where, uh, and also, there, we've conceded a few uh, shorthanded goals, right, which is, I think the guys on the Clan from the Stands podcast also mentioned this, but the amount we're conceding is is a joke, really. (laughs) for 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 only being four games in but that card of fifth goal where they cleared we went for a line change but then nobody really chased the puck at all it obviously went into the corner where I don't I don't think Kylie could come out and play it just because uh no it
1: was right in the, uh, right in the corner like,
0: yeah. no. uh, and then you the guy skates in just kind of like explain the PlayStation with so much time <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah one of the other ones really soft and it's it's those goals that are frustrating that I think are so avoidable and if you don't we're also we also conceded a couple of quick goals and um, which kind of kills your momentum having gone 1-0 up so these are all things that I think I'd like to think we can improve on, um, but the other the flip side of it is that we're probably that four nil game aside, well we're definitely not scoring enough either.
1: No, that was a that was a stat I think I'd said to you last night about that stat. Um, in comparison to last season, I think we've scored three less goals at this at this point in the season, and I, I'm including. I'm including pre season in that, so you can't really take too much into account. And we've also played Cardiff three times and Belfast three times, so um yeah, but the, the scoring in general needs to needs to greatly improve. And I know we're kinda we're down Charlie Combs just now, but there's plenty of guys there um that you think you could rely on for goals and for one reason or another it's it's just not happening just now um you know you've got zach finnell's your top point scorer um four assists which yeah. just kind of that says all really but um i do like i do think it'll it'll turn around and you know we're kind of notoriously slow starters anyway um so you know there is there is plenty of time to to get it changed um but just kind of, to go back on, on your point about conceding those soft goals, yeah, that that fifth goal in, in Cardiff was, uh, yeah, that was an, an absolute disaster of a goal. Um, the game before that, the the home loss to, to Belfast, I think it was their second goal. Um, you know, we, we've got the pucks up back deep in the defensive zone and um, we just kind of Take too much time on the puck, and uh, I think it was Prince that comes in, and takes a puck away from Sanch, and then um, you know plays it through a bunch of bodies, and I think maybe Craighead at the back post who doesn't doesn't track Travis Brown, who just kind of skates in, and he's he's all alone. I think we're both of those go short-handed ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sanch, Sanch, far too casual, and then that kind of yeah. leads to uh some as as the as the coach would say some missed assignments at the back post um mm. these things obviously are a sort of combination of of individual errors but also probably potentially systematic stuff but i think in that case it just looks really bad it looks completely disorganized. Um, and yeah. conceding a goal like that really takes the wind out of the sails of the crowd, I think. Mm-hmm. And for example, like we we'd come back well against Belfast, put them under a good bit of pressure when it was uh, when they were three two up with a couple of chances to equalise, yeah. um, and then they they scored a goal that sort of takes it away from us. Um, we we had eight power plays in that in that game. Uh, mm. only scored on one I think I think generally in the special team stuff that I had mentioned uh, our penalty kill has actually been not too bad I, I had thought when we discussed before recording that it had been a lot worse it's not been
1: too bad um, so a lot of that in the 5 game though if they yeah. 7 power plays and only scored on one Yeah. exactly so Refers uh,
0: to that. But our I, I'm sorta of taking the league the one league game out of this because it's too small a sample size, but I think we're only uh twelve percent on the power play in, in the cup games, two goals in in sixteen, I think it is. Uh and, and that that sort of sums up our, our troubles in front of goal where it's just not looking quite like we've got everything clicking yet, um, and so I think the, the the discipline needs to be better as as a as a first point. We can't be giving away that many penalty kills, uh, and then in the power play, I'm not not really sure what it is yet that's not that's not working. But we need to be taking advantage much more of that. It it, it changes games uh, when you look at you look at Belfast. I think scored on two of theirs, having only three power plays on, on the on the Friday night, which is clinical. So that's we we've got to improve on that definitely.
1: Yeah, I think we were kinda of poor from the get go in that Belfast game. Um, you know, one 0 one nil down after what, six minutes or something. And for most of the start most of the start of the game you're trying to kill a five on three and then a five on four. Um and, you know they eventually score with I think four seconds left um on their power play so yeah you're just gonna you're not giving yourself much of a chance early doors if you're if you're starting like that um especially against a team like Cardiff it's difficult at the best of times to um to kind of compete with them but if you're if you're going in and you're taking those penalties penalties early on then um yeah, it's, it's difficult to come back from. Um, but you know that I guess the kind of flip side of that is you've kind of talked about it as well is that we did we did manage to come back into it, and um, you know we we almost got there. But yeah, it just Belfast a class shown through. I actually want to talk about the the third goal in that game for Belfast. Mhm. Um. The the one with the the referee. Decision because the the goals were kicked off, but yeah,
0: there was yeah, no yeah. goal
1: line technology. It looked to me as if the goals were off before the puck goes in, and I know on I, the re-
0: yeah on the replays, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, even in even in real time, though, I kind of thought the goals were off before the shot was away, and I know it's difficult. You've not got that technology there, but yeah, these are the kind of them's the breaks as they say.
0: Yeah it did it did look like that in the in the replay. Um and as you say these these kind of small margins but I suppose on the on the positive side of that uh, we did see a good bit of, of pushback and I think we were a wee bit more physical in that that third period caused them some problems. Uh Pellick with a goal and then was it Lynch or was it Har- was yeah. it Harrison with the or second? Ha- Harrison with it Harrison. the
1: second in that game yeah.
0: yeah. Harrison with the second and then chances to equalise so there is there is potential there I think it's just that we, I, I, I want to see us be, be closer to these teams consistently I know we, we didn't expect to to beat Belfast and Cardiff consistently but at home mm. you know you you want to make sure you're you're close to them I, th- I think the Cardiff game there was obviously a lot of frustration um mm. particularly with like the Stevenson incident at the end but also a couple of the there were some hits in that game from from both teams that I think just meant that uh, you know we we were getting frustrated and then you you tie that with the with the score line and it just um just boiled over I think with the Stevenson one you hold his hands up that that's a bad bad error leaves us short of him and also potentially is it the coach they they also
1: lose your coach that one match suspension for that, I've, um, I've seen this uh, online. I think it was Tanya that maybe pointed this out, but um, I'm not. I'm not sure what the what the rules are with that. Sh- I mean, surely, sh- surely not. I, I I don't know for certain what the rules are, but
0: um, well, just as well we've got two coaches this year, and Jason Morgan can set at home on his phone. Speaking he'll be right the
1: webcast. Yeah, he'll it's be fun. paying. He'll it's be fun paying fun. all. <laughs> I'd be, be a Neil Black move, that one. Yeah, it would.
0: So he'll, he'll be on the phone maybe at the weekend if he misses it. But I think, yeah, Stevenson, that's that's a poor decision. Totally out of frustration for me. That doesn't happen if if it's a closer game. um, And, yeah, he'll, he'll pay the price. But... I think he's he's done pretty well. He's he's been pushed up the line, Stevenson. So it's it's not good to be losing, guys. Don't know about the status of Charlie Combs, um, and we'll we'll preview those games coming up. But just as a as a general discipline thing, again, five five power plays for Cardiff, um, and yeah, I think I think we've got to be got to better on that front.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to slightly disagree with you on, on Stevenson. I, I don't think he's had that good of a start to the season. I think going, going back and sort of looking at the um, the highlights from the games and, uh, you know, it's maybe missed assignments from, from him in particular on, on a couple of the goals. Um, and then obviously the, there's that fight. And as you say, it does stem from frustrations, but... Um I think it was the, the Cardiff commentator that said well that's um that's not gonna fire the bench up with one second to go. Um which is true, yeah, it was just sort of needless and um you know it's, it's poor from him. Um leaves the short benched as as we've said. Um and you know, if if anyone should should know the significance of playing short, it's it's Dyson Stevenson after last season. Um, you know he's he, he's the captain, I, and I get like I get the frustrations it is obviously not the not the start that we that we'd planned that we'd wanted. You know we kind of want to be challenging against these teams, but um, I just don't really know what, what that does.
0: No, it was that was that was definitely a mistake.
1: Because uh, uh, even it means, yeah. Even post match in the interviews I think Pete Russell said um they thought that they were they were pretty comfortable in the game, you know, they weren't really under any real threat throughout. Um, you know, that kinda that speaks volumes as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that reflects really well on on the attacking prowess that we have in the team at the
1: moment. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, uh you obviously kinda learn from that. He's, he's an experienced guy. Um and I think we'd kinda spoken about him um, playing on the top line as well. I don't necessarily think that's a that's a good thing. Um you know, I, I get obviously changing the lines about um a bit to f- to find some chemistry on the forward lines, but um you know uh, for me you've got to you've got to have players like, like Craig Head and, and Sange Hayden Pelich um or Pelic and uh, I'd also like to see maybe um the Brits getting moved up the lines a bit because um for me they've been they've been a positive so far. Um you know County I, I've been really impressed by Lakowitz and, and Forbes um, in the opening few games, so I'd like to see a, a bit more ice time for them. Um, certainly, you know Lakhovitz has has created that a couple of goals in in those games. So, um, and Forbes you know, scored against Cardiff, didn't he? Forbes scored, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. So I think you know both of them and County have been have been playing really well. So I'd like to see them maybe get a bit more ice time if we're um, I I mean I assume they will be this this weekend anyway but um just because we're we're short but in general I think they could um, and have been sort of stepping up
0: those are the, those are the changes I think you, you have to look to make. Uh, it would be nice I think to have a bit of an update even if it's another vague one on combs Yeah just to know if, if if he's close to coming back or if he's still a while away, because that'll to me make a make a difference, I think. Um and we'll we'll mention some of uh the listeners' comments but I think as some people have said I want to see this team at full strength as it was designed as such. Yeah. Uh, and I think think he's a big he's a big part of it. Um, but but these are these are good teams, so I don't want to get to we can't get too down. We, we did we spent the full last season doing that, so yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's it's about now I think looking at at the upcoming games and trying to get trying to get it going. But just as a sort of overall summary of what we've seen so far, we've touched on the discipline and special teams and goal scoring, but we'd kind of said to try and pick out some guys that we thought were performing well, and some who weren't. Um, did you have any particular takes on it? I actually struggled a bit with this because on, on yeah. one hand, you look at, for example, Zach Vanell, who's who's got four assists and made made a big impact going forward. But for me, has also made a couple of mistakes defensively. So it sort of balances out. But I understand that's he's making a good contribution. Um, I think I've liked what I've seen from Nate Callan as well. I think he's been good. Uh, but then the for, forwards is difficult. Like Pelic, getting a couple of goals. One, I think, a league and one in the cup, which is also good. That's kind of what he was there for. Um, but at the same time, the struggles of the likes of Sanch and uh, then having to make these big line adjustments, bringing uh, Stevenson up and things like that. It's its obvious that there are problems there, but who did you think was worth mentioning on those fronts?
1: Yeah, um, I kind of agree with with some of the, the points that you made there. I've um, kind of can already... Talked a bit about about the Brits, um, in particular it and, and Forbes. For me, I think they've been they've been two two big positives, um, and I don't know if that's just me comparing to like past Brit lineups that we've seen. Um, you know, kind of fourth liners that we've had, and really they're kind of maybe not not up to scratch. Um, whereas these guys are a bit more a bit more experience, you know, they've kind of been a, around the league. Um in, in particular. Um as I think Alex Forbes actually said in that <laughs> clan chat, they didn't realise how old Lakowitz was, which I thought was quite funny, but um no the two of them have been have been great. Um goaltending from, from Jake he has been really good. So far, I, I would probably put Kyle in that as well. I think he'd um, the Cardiff game. I don't think he faced that many shots, but the shots that he did face, um, I don't think there's too much he could really do about most of them. You know, again, it was kind of down to kind of poor defending. I think um, was it Donaghy that scored a couple yeah. of Cardiff goals, and both of, both of the goals, he was just Allowed to sort of skate right, right in front of, um, you know, right in front of net, in the centre of the ice, and you just can't, you can't give Cardiff in particular or any, any players that that kind of opportunity, yeah, because they're going to just score. Um.
0: I agree on that. I think the the Cardiff ones were were soft defensively rather than being issues with the goaltending. The fifth one, the short handed, was just. A shambles of as we've said, but yeah the Donahue one where he skates in. Um yeah the David the Davis one he kind of wins a battle with somebody beats Vanel to a, a puck, gloves it down and then Davis is given two cracks at it. Yeah. Um and then I think from from Kylie's, he's also looked looked quite good. The one of the goals in the Belfast game I think um, the player was allowed to skate right in on him easily, and guys like that are just always going to finish those kind of chances. So I've not seen glaring goaltending errors. I think they've both looked fairly comfortable, particularly Kylie. Um, Mm. But it seems as though at the moment uh, Kylie's playing the home games and Kylie Lennon's played the away games. So whether, whether he's going to stick to that system or, or he's going to pick one after a few games then who knows but I don't have a particular concern yet about either of them really
1: No, not really um, I think, you know they've, in previous seasons um, you know, both both goalies have, have split games with, with other netminders so I think it's probably just going to be the case going forward and, you know until there's a kind of clear and obvious number one, I don't I don't think he's gonna change it much. Um so yeah that's that's a positive, I guess, you know you know, both of those guys have had have had pretty solid starts. Um and then kinda like what you would said, I think um that that D pairing with, with Callan and, and Vanel. Although I'd I know I'd said that uh, i thought actually in the in the fifth game that, that Vanel, i didn't think he had a good game um although the the stat sheet will show you otherwise and indeed the highlights do as well um you know i think offensively he's, he's pretty good pretty solid um again there was there was some errors at the back um you know one in particular that kind of stood out was he was kinda in front of Kylie and had the put to himself and I think the, the five player sort of skates round the goal and uh, manages to kinda dispossess him and get a shot away. So there are kinda uh I don't know. There, there's kinda faults there a wee bit defensively. Um, but I do quite like that that line with the two of them. Um, I think they're a, a threat going forward. Um yeah, other other than that, I'm not I'm not blown away really by by much else at the moment.
0: Nah, no nobody's nobody's really stood out yet.
1: No, Um like as, forwards. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, as, as being exciting, and I, I think that's
1: what we not,
0: we we would have had, and nobody's mm-hmm. nobody's been. Really bad, but we've just not had that moment yet where I think, uh, you know, you've really seen the team come alive almost, or or somebody's taken the bull by the horns and done something completely special that we've we've seen from players in the past. So I, I think yeah. I think eventually we we will see that. Well, I'm hoping if we don't see that, we've got problems. But I think I think we will. Hopefully in the next the next couple of games and it'll just take you know, a goal or, or something, one win possibly to get things going. It it doesn't to me feel like how it did last year. I can see that there are we've we've got a better team than we did last year and I think it just needs a, a wee bit of time to click in my opinion. Yeah,
1: there's there's plenty of fight, and there's plenty of, you know, Sort of compete levels are there um you know we're not we're not getting blown out in these games um it's just the you know the kind of the goal scoring is a, is a bit of a problem um you know what's that five five goals in the last three games um but you know i think october's pretty kind to us um at least the, the first few weeks in october i think we've got five of the next six games are all at home, um, which, you know, should be a, a big advantage for us.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good a good point. It's one, I think we're uh, one game this weekend only, isn't it? And then uh, we've yeah. only won the following, then a midweek and two on the weekend of the 21st and 22nd. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it's Coventry, I think, that are first up. Um, yeah. Fife had a good win down there. Um, you know, and, and we've seen Fife look dangerous. I don't think Coventry played their best game. So it's going to be tricky. But uh, I, I, I don't know. At one point earlier, I thought I can really see us winning this. And now. <laughs> I'm now not 100% sure but uh, I certainly think you know we've faced very good goaltending I think Kozin's a, a decent netminder but I don't think he's up to the standard of Owen grawani uh, or even the way Bounds has played so I think there's going to be more chances for us there um, and if we can get a few goals then we, we might well go on and uh, win that one comfortably but obviously our issue has been getting those goals and Coventry with a couple of quite fast always got kind of fast players, play a pretty direct style I would say um, but mm. I think for, for the sake of the team and the crowd and everything we've got to start well and get a couple of goals and, and go on and win that um, then looking ahead Nottingham have been very indifferent again, which they always seem to be. They were on the end of a real hammering from Sheffield, I think. But then, ah, uh, got a was it a penalty shot victory they got against Guildford, yeah, or some uh, somebody recently? I I think they won a close one. Um,
1: you know, so that yeah,
0: that one could be a. Who knows what we're going to get? Totally different styling and, and players, which happens every year, really. Um, yeah. Sheffield, a, a midweek home game against Sheffield worries me. That's all I'll say about that one. But <laughs> but then uh, a Dundee, which I assume is is Challenge Cup, Dundee home and Belfast yeah. away. We we need to be we need to be beating Dundee and. And go from there so i guess from that point of view i'm i'm expecting i'll, I'll be i'll be positive again and say I, i'm expecting wins against coventry and dundee i would not be surprised with a win against nottingham but we go either way and i don't think we're quite up to level of sheffield yet so um a possible, a possible six out of eight, but maybe, maybe four and go from there.
1: Yeah, um, I would like us to, I would like us to beat Coventry. I think um, all the games they've been in so far have been pretty close. Um, either way, um, although they did, they did beat Cardiff, which is something that we can't do. So they will be a threat. Um and the game against Nottingham yeah they're kind of I don't know Nottingham are kind of always that that kind of team if you know what I mean they're kind of um I did have a look so they won uh they won on penalty shots against Guildford at the weekend um and that was in Guildford so again that's something that we can't (laughs) do get a win there um but yeah, other than that, you know, they've, they've lost at home to Manchester and um and obviously that six that nil hammering as well. Uh also at home I think to to Sheffield. So um yeah, maybe maybe playing away from home is better suited for them. But um no, I, I think, you know, we've got not many games coming up over the next two or three weeks, so um you know, now is a good a good time for um for guys to get to get healthy and kinda work on something different maybe in, in training during the weeks and um or you know maybe just try to simplify it a bit more and kinda working out what works best um because we need to kinda find a way of working that, that's kinda suited um for the guys that we've got. So, yeah, difficult games coming up. I think, you know, if we want to be where we thought we would be at the start of the year, then, you know, Coventry, I would probably argue, Northam are two teams particularly at home that we should be winning. Um, Sheffield game, you know, midweek, it's kind of difficult. they the best of times against Sheffield, but we normally kind of give them a game, so um yeah that that one's kind of up in there as well um and then thereafter we'll kind of we'll kind of see from from the next couple of games how how we're looking but um yeah certainly the next kind of two or three weeks are not make or break but it's like it hopefully give us a good indication that we're maybe turning the corner I hate that phrase because you used it so often last year as well (laughs) yeah can I keep turning corners? Turning corners more than a sat nav. I know, I'm
0: just run into ourselves if we keep doing that. But exactly. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the one game at a weekend thing is good or not. Really, I think obviously from a mm. injury point of view and workload, it is. But you kind of you know if you go into a game and get a defeat, you sort of would probably quite like another one straight after it to try and turn things around. Um, yeah. Our, I've I always seen Nottingham as like our games with them. We're always in my head anyway. Do better down there, and they tend to do better up at up at Brayhead for whatever
1: reason. Um your black's influence possibly. But this will be the anymore.
0: this will be the first <laughs> non real Black Derby game, won't it? So
1: yeah, against the, the was it Simsy said naughty nasty Nottingham Panthers or something? Yeah,
0: like that. yeah. So we so we need to beat them this time with no hopefully no real connection to them. Um, but yeah, we'll just we'll just see. I mean that that kind of cliched thing of you need to judge it after everybody's played everyone else, it's sort of got a bit of truth to it, but also if we've had a bad start by the time we've played everybody, then you're sort of thinking where is this season going to go? So, yeah in a way, in a way I'd quite like to see more games, but for for various reasons it's, it's maybe better like that Um. So yeah. what did what did all the listeners think? And there were a lot of opinions, which is great. So thanks for everyone sending comments in. And um, we'd asked asked just generally what people thought of the start. What can we improve? Uh, is it is it too negative, too harsh? Um, Graham firstly said that he hopes we don't dwell on things too long. Like last year, if it isn't working. That we're proactive, ruthless to clear out guys who are, don't fancy the fight and up for it. It's a good point because it kind of ties into the, the new ownership. You know, it, the the impression they give me is that they are very ambitious and probably wouldn't wait anywhere near as long to to change things. So from that point of view, it puts pressure on the on the players that are there. Um, and, and will we see early changes? compared to what we have in the past that it wouldn't surprise me but I don't really know what that time would be like when they would pull the trigger on that
1: yeah um I do get the point um although we've kind of spoke about you know there's not really anyone that's kind of outstanding just now that you would that you would think they're not performing or um anything like that so yeah, I don't know. It's kind of difficult. I'm trying to think of the last, the last player that we get rid of. Pretty sharpish was probably Jeff Omer. Um, but again, I can't see anything like that happening because he came in with us at a high, kind of a higher pedigree than um, you know, with respect to most most of the players that we've signed. So um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really see anything like that happening i would maybe say you know you might look at bringing in other recruits um you know a bit like what other teams have i think um you know to have a I spare f- you mean think, yeah yeah sorry to have a spare um and kind of roll with a spare um you know even to kind of help out with certain with injuries and stuff that you're going to probably have throughout the season so um you know, I I don't doubt that they'll be kinda on the forefront with that and um, you know, kinda looking to maybe make things happen. Yeah, I, I I don't think like
0: you might also say that having Combs back would be like a new sign and it kinda would be though. And I think we've got to give that a chance yeah. because we've seen in the past that one player can sort of make a difference to a team. Um and I don't want to keep talking about how much of an impact that injurys had but we've not seen him really so yeah not seen him at um, all we, we've we've got to give that one a chance um, yeah. whenever that is uh, Alistair Thorne said that some fans were over the top with their pre-season hopes and ambitions uh, and kind of I suppose expectation Uh, The reality is that there are some worrying early signs, but going forward, we can hopefully address them. And if we're in this position at the end of October, then we've got problems. I think we sort of did say that. Um, Do do you think that the expectations were too high or is that just what we're like every year?
1: (laughs) I think, you know, particularly us, you know, you want to go into the season on a positive note. And I think we do try to do that on this podcast, but it's obviously not, you know, this, this isn't coming from us. This is coming from the players that were signed and, uh, you know, the kind of interviews once they've, once they've been signed that they've, you know, they're coming here to, to compete for, for Silverware and, you know, compete for the league. And yeah, it's just, I think from that point of view, you know, you, you kind of get, you kind of get hopes up, you know, early doors, and then if you don't start well, then it's, um, you know, it's kind of difficult to to come back from that. Maybe so. Um, I do. I, I think it's a good point from Alistair. I think you know we are probably somewhere in the middle. Um, just now, I think you do need to give them another another few weeks to try and rectify. Um, you know, try and get some wins. I was gonna, I was going to use that an Alex realism there by saying try and get a couple of wins on the back of your belt, but um.
0: that that is what we need to do though.
1: To well, be, it is, yeah, to be
0: fair, I, I think like also Tanya had, had said um, about the the fact that we've got two games in two weeks. We expect results. Um, silly penalty on Dyson. Could we have that extra import to, to cover injury that we've, we've sort of said? Um, and then, yes, there, there probably will be concern if the next games don't go well, because uh, then it's a sort of situation of where do we go from here and we will start to see change. But um, pick up points and, you know, I think definitely everything changes. Um, Grail McFarlane saying negativity from fans is institutionalised PTSD. We've been here many <laughs> times and get spooked easily as a result. It's a good comment. Um, yeah, we 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 definitely try not to get spooked, but uh, I, I'd get spooked looking back at my pre-season predictions, like Mercy, That would that that spooks yep. me, but. Um, <laughs>
1: aspect yeah, him as well
0: I I don't like to think that we should be getting used to to being here because that's not what we want this is the kind of change that we were hoping for that you know we do make a good start and we don't just expect to be slow and then eventually pick up and sneak into playoffs and stuff but yeah I, I don't like that we're we're used to that
1: yeah, I think it's, you know, I guess, you know, being the sort of west coast of Scotland as well, you know, from a football point of view, um, you know, two big teams in Glasgow, you don't, there's not a lot of leeway, you know, if you start losing a lot of games. And I don't know if it's just stemming from that. And, you know, we can't really be, we can't really be thinking like that because it's just not, it's not the same really in, in any way. Um, you know I do think you need to be a bit more pragmatic and give these guys time to to come in and, and settle um, you know we have had um, you know pre-season games and um, you know training camps this year um, and I think that's maybe adding to it as well you know you think like finally getting a training camp and you know pre-season against some Some good teams uh, in the league, so you would kind of hope that by the time these games come round, that you're kind of fit and firing, so to speak. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe from that point of view as well.
0: I know, and that's you. You kind of sounded like Johnny there, where (laughs) a (laughs) bit of a shaky start. Fans need to believe in process, new coach, new team, mostly new organization. Um, we're not going to see results that quickly and yeah I think it's just fans obviously want to see results and I do believe as we've said that that, that will come um, and Ian McIntyre, home games that he's seen look better than last season, issues maybe include lack of speed sort out power play, penalty kills been excellent pretty good I would say an, an excellent penalty killer, I'm, I'm above 90%, but I agree it has been better than I thought it was anyway. And yeah, need need to find a way to score. We are too negative, new coach need to be honest, Fife look good this season. I'll never admit Fife look good. Never, <laughs> I'll never admit that, but
1: they've
0: they got never a look, of good They never
1: look good, but they've got a decent team. No.
0: Yeah, we've got a couple of good wins, but also we, we did beat them. So you can't, you know, you, you can't really overlook that.
1: Um, Dan no, said... I think, sorry, just on that, yeah. um, you'd mentioned about, you know, a kind of lack of speed. And that's maybe something that the other comments have, have picked up on as well. I do agree to an extent, you know, we're kind of, um, you know, we're maybe missing that. Um, that type of player in, in the team. Um, and I don't know if you know again once once Charlie Combs comes back, you know, is is he gonna be that that type of player? Um you know I, it's it's maybe a lot to put to put on his shoulders as well, but um you know that's we're doing it. But we're doing it. Um but yeah I don't know I just I just think like maybe if that is something that's that's been that sort of highlighted is that is that something that we might look to address?
0: Yeah, I have to say about the speed thing. I think that pre-season we maybe said, oh, we've we've signed some quick players, and I think yeah. Combs Sanj to me was a quick player. Mm-hmm. I think guys like uh, you know Callan's quick defensively. Craig Head, I thought was going to be a quick player. Um, yeah well, I, goes, I think yeah, some, yeah. I think some of this is we do have fast players but a lot of it is how we're playing and how games pan out. you know you can only you can only be fast if if you've got the chance to show it. Um, and perhaps that's the system we're playing at the moment or just um, tactically or the, the way games have have evolved. I think we've got fast players and we, we yeah, we need to use that better rather than possibly not having them, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree.
0: Um Dan said that a lot of strong individual players this year that need the time to settle and gel. Forward lines need sorting out too, yeah. I think we we've said that. It's it's changed around a, a bit. We're missing a player we're going to miss Stevenson as well at the weekend, so you'll see some further change. And like you said, I would like to see those Brits get a chance because they've done well. And you never, you know, that could be a, a bit of a catalyst for for seeing a change. E- even you look at the likes of um, Forbes, who who really want to do well at the weekend. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he had a strong game
1: against yeah, the team, obviously. Yeah, not at all, um, I know obviously he's kind of, he's been down there um, in Coventry for the last few seasons, so he kind of knows um, knows Danny Stewart and the kind of, the methods that he uses, so, um, you yeah. know, a bit of insider information maybe for, for Jason Morgan, but, um, yeah, and I'm sure he'll maybe know some weaknesses in, in the team as well. Um, which could, which could obviously help out, but yeah,
0: I, yeah. Wonder, I wonder how much that actually does go on. Yeah, if it's if I would imagine he probably does ask him a couple of things. I, I can't I, I suspect it's not like a two hour long conversation about all their uh, everything they do in the whole system, but I think for sure it's something you've got to. At least ask about, and I would hope the coach would be aware of. Um, and at the same time, obviously Danny Stewart will know know Alex Forbes, but yeah, I think it's yeah. something you've got to got to tap into a bit.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, no, there's there's that side of it as well. It could be could be interesting. Um, but yeah, I, do, I I just I think you know we need to. You know, we've only got one game, so for me, it needs to be a it needs to be a win this weekend. Because you don't want, for nothing else, because we've only got one game and it's another. In fact, it's more than a week; it's eight, eight days after that to the next game. So um, it's a lot, a lot of time to stew over another defeat.
0: Yeah, and then be two more points behind, kind of thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Brian Kelly. All the teams are competitive this season. It feels the team needs a bit of time to gel especially the forwards once they're up uh up to full strength we'll be fine yeah it's a it's a positive take i think we're pretty much on board with that um but uh, kind of contrastingly from from taylor something we've not touched on yet but Saul needs out has just joined us the same as he left pish <laughs> um a strong statement there. I have to say I've not seen enough of him to to really comment on particular individual errors he has or hasn't made. Um, I think he's is he playing on the penalty kill, which has done pretty well. Uh, I know on, on the Cardiff highlights, he said one or two good blocks. So, I mean, I, I, I'm i still in the camp that it's too, too soon to be, to be judging guys individually, I think um, you know if if we start to see some serious issues there or not fitting into the team and more ill-discipline, then yeah, I'll, I'll jump on that bandwagon again. But yeah, uh, I'm not not there yet.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not there yet. Um, I think he's taken four minor penalties in the four games. Um, so you know, one a game is actually not not too bad for for Cody. So um, I think, yeah, I actually do agree with you again a wee bit on the uh, the sort of penalty kill stuff. Um, you know, even just from the highlights that you'd seen, I think because he's got that that sort of big frame and he can kind of stretch out a lot more, gets more. Um, I don't know what you would call it, width. Yeah. Reach. length. Reach, that's the word. Um yeah. See a big reach on him, so uh that's obviously useful to to have on the penalty cover. I think, you know, in the highlights you kind of had seen it. Um I think it was the Belfast game, um on the five on three early on. I think he puts himself in harm's way and, you know, blocked blocked a shot. Um yeah, manages to put put the stick in to kind of niggle the puck away from from the opposition so you know he's, he's it's not all bad I don't think basically um
0: te- teams so are far. gonna yeah te- teams are gonna target them I
1: think yeah firstly for
0: sure. you see yeah. You, you see him um one of the penalties at the weekend I think the the Cardiff guy sort of got a bit of a a glove into his face and drew him into a punch uh, and actually, I'm sure sure it was a Cardiff game. There was a particular comment. I'm assuming it was an injured player was on commentary duty, and, and the commentator mentioned Saul doing something, and the player said, "Oh yeah, no surprise there," which you know makes me think that teams are going out to try and get get them to bite and 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 get penalties. I think that's just the nature of the guy. So. Yeah, as long as he stands up to that, you know we'll see. He's he's definitely got a role, but give, yeah, and give, did, give them all a bit more time. Yeah,
1: yeah, I did like, um, you know, there was a there was quite a big hit set at ice on on Alex Forbes in that game, um, but you know it was good to see the reaction from that. Um, I don't think it was a dirty hit or anything. I think it was pretty clean, but um, you know just teammates kind of sticking up for him. I think Boessa was in first and then um Saul was kinda of coming in at the back as well. So yeah, that's kinda of, that's what you want to see from from your team. Um and you know if, if Sol's getting involved in that from that point of view as well, then you know that's kinda of what you what you want to see him do. Um, you know, he's not going to be this kind of flashy D man and sort of carry the puck from from back to front. It's just not it's just no. not his game. So um Yeah. And obviously because we're not winning, you know, people look to to find uh, you know, maybe someday to, to have a go at and I think because of his performances a couple of years ago when he was here, then he's a kinda almost an easy target sort of thing.
0: Yeah, that that's not to say that I I won't be hammering him at some point this season if it continues, but <laughs> I, well, I'd like to think it would be strength. balanced I'd like well, to think it would be balanced and I'd, I'd be going for any of the players not just him
1: Yeah, of course, of course um, Yeah, just sometimes when he is on the puck he's yeah quite careless and stuff so yeah, I, I, do, I do get it I do understand
0: Yeah, yeah but they've all been at it so far so um, they all need to they all need to step up um, but yeah, so uh, upcoming games obviously we can we can hope for some wins. I think it'd be be nice to see that for everyone, and, and we can we can enjoy some our first league points, which would be great. Um, I think a, a really good response to the to the question this week. So thanks to to everyone. Hopefully we've answered most of those either directly or indirectly. But yeah, um, yeah, that's that's really all I had this week. Um, and. For anyone waiting for an update on the the supermarket sweep points, next time when we do our uh, our other league game predictions, we will be sure to update that because I have I have not forgotten. So no. tune tune in the next time for that if you're
1: if you are waiting for it. No, we don't. We, we've not forgotten it. Um, you know, if you are listening, you're disappointed that there's no no supermarket sweep this time. Then. Um, you know, it's all the more reason for you to, to come back next time because it will be back. Exactly.
0: So hopefully everyone enjoys the game this weekend. Um and we see some see some goals and some excitement. Um but from us until next time, it's goodbye and good night.
1: <laughs> <Just once. laughs>